I'm Austin. And I'm Zach. And between two cups of coffee and good conversation, we'll talk about everything from A to Z. Well, the big the big thing is like I can always post at some point, but we're only each of us going through this part of our journey like right now. And we're only gonna be able to capture it right now. So I can always post it later. Yeah. You know. Um but you can't always capture it. Yeah. So that's not for sure. That's why, like, I at least want to get it, and then you know, when we can, I, it's just a sprint to get like twenty plus videos done. Um, we've got a growing team. We've got like fifteen people that are just waiting for me to. Like, I feel so much pressure right now. On the like, multi level stuff. Yeah, because we've got, you know, we're launching in the U.S. and we've already got fifteen people that are pretty skilled that can multiply themselves very well given the right resources they're like yeah let me know when you're ready like let's go let's let's take off as soon as everything's set up we've got the uk team fully supporting with everything you need like so we've got all this stuff and it's like just me trying to edit some videos like that's <laughs> so it's like did you get a lot done this weekend no dude so it's no. been <laughs> no i just got the proper laptop to do it like a that. day ago so it's been a dude it's been a wild journey like we've probably swung probably like as far as not hundred dollar bills in our account but like if you want to include debt if you want to include like being able to make certain purchases selling things like we've probably had a swing of about like 10 grand this week like just just this week selling stuff selling stuff we got five thousand dollars off in debt um so like yeah so um i had been helping my uncle out a lot um on a house and i've got family debt that's who i went into business with um when i was doing finance that's a long story i'm sure i'll get to it at some point during us doing podcasts and stuff but um anyway um he he basically loaned the money for me to run this business and i just did the day-to-day and you know we split the losses 50 50 um so I'm, I owe my half. He since he invested the money up front, he's got to get his money back. So, um, anyway, I had been helping him flip a house, and so I only probably helped him for like maybe two months, and like on and off, you know, like I probably consistently put like anywhere from fifteen to twenty hours in a week during that stretch of time, um, and they just sold the house and all that stuff. And, um, it came time where he's like, all right, you know, uh, we sold the house and I was like, you know what? And like, it would have been nice to have like money in the, in your hand, but I was like, you know what? Um, whatever you plan on paying me, just apply that towards debt. Let's see where we're at. And then we can go from there. I think he definitely was surprised by that. And I think he probably took more debt off, um, because I went about it that way. Yeah. So I was able to swing five thousand dollars off debt because of that so that was really really cool um because that's something we want to get paid off for left so now instead of owing twelve thousand dollars i'm down to like six or seven so like i'm we're getting close and like it's crazy for the longest time i've seen that debt is just something that's forever and looming and like um kind of like that ugly thing in the room that you try and hide and try and stuff in your closet and it's like we're chipping away at it, we're getting it, and while still 
I got this laptop. It's funny, I tried, I tried to finance it. I tried, I tried going that route. And the way it worked, I couldn't, I was gonna do like a partial finance and then like pay majority cash, but like you had to either finance all of it or pay in full all of it. It's like, screw you guys, I'll figure something else out. And then that same day, I found a laptop that was even better. And when I went to pick it up, it's hadn't even taken out of the box. Like it still had the shrink wrap on it. And um, I saved like $800 by getting it that way. Uh, yeah, and I didn't have to finance it. Was it like clearance or? No, it was on Facebook Marketplace. Uh, and they were like, it was very obscure pictures, not much description, but it like had the specs that I, cause there's minimum specs. Like I just got it a standstill with video editing. Cause like I literally, try and plus play and it's just like nothing it's like every like five seconds i get a frame so it's like it's like this that's like all i'm i'm getting with the editing and so i'm just like sitting there probably yelling all kinds of obscenities at it <laughs> and in order to move forward and do it really right it was it was getting that and it's funny like i yes it's a really nice piece of technology like it's awesome but like I don't want it like it's it was like I, I had to move a lot of things around it's funny like this laptop cost more than one of the cars we sold yeah. like it's it like sinking feeling like when I first got it like I like felt like I was gonna throw up I'm like oh my gosh like what that's amazing it's amazing to, to feel like because our my laptop was about the same maybe I sold the car for 1300 and mm. laptop was around I think eight fifty, so it's like mm. it's in that same range. Twenty four hundred dollar laptop. Twenty four. But just, just think about your your return now. I know, dude. Um, like, dude, I'm, I'm glad really you, I'm glad you found a way to do it without financing, because mm -hmm. that's that's a big key to that. Yep. Can, I can make or break you, but. Um, and we're not gonna have to finance a vehicle either. So, awesome. yeah, so we ended up not going with the 4Runner. So, yeah, last we left off. Um, and I think that was only a few days ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was like Friday, right? Yeah. Thursday or Friday? Friday. Yeah, so I... Uh, we were worried about not having anything to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Um, but, yeah, last... Yeah, so we went to the car dealership. Um, saw what they could do. You know, my credit's not great because I just have no credit history, and any credit I do is like student loans or whatever, um, which should be all paid off. But a random four hundred dollars came up. So. Um, yeah, so credit wasn't great. Um, we did trade in one of the cars, as you well know, is a little beat up, um, and uh, so. I went to get them a guy who's like, we want to trade these two cars in, put it as a down payment towards whatever. They offer us $1,000 for both cars. Like, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Um, so, yeah. And then they're like, well, we can't get you in the car you want, but then I try to offer me another car, and I'm like, bye. So then I go to, we go to Garland the same day, or the next day. Um, oh, so we go, yeah, we go to Garland, and then, either that same day or the next, I can't remember. Um, so I'm like, that's probably someone that's gonna be willing to deal with us and this time. We go to them and they only went off for 3,000 for both cars. And I'm like, okay, like, 
it's worth more than that. The Camry alone's worth like three thousand dollars if like I'm willing to wait and find the right price for it. So, and then they try and offer to sell us like a Yukon for like seventy nine hundred dollars or something like that. And that's like the best deal we could find. And we're like, all right, let's sleep on it. And we were thinking about doing financing and all this stuff. And then we we get a clear head and we're like, why would we try and incur debt and have a, this payment that we're having to make doing the lifestyle that we want to live? It's like, that's not smart. That doesn't make sense. Um, and still, like, we're putting all the money towards the car and having to get a, get a laptop and all, all this stuff. So all these purchases that are having to be made, we're like, I don't see any way like how all this is gonna happen, much less in like three days. Yeah. Um, so we sleep on it, then we start looking on marketplace, like Yukons and stuff are selling for like four to five grand that are even better shaped. So we're like, okay, so we're definitely not going this route. And then Saturday, we end up selling the Lexus alone for 2000 That's the one that's super beat up and has, like, issues in the front suspension and, like, all this stuff. So, like, I was not expecting to get that much out of it because there's so much work that needs to be done. I mean, the whole passenger side needed to be redone and had heel damage and, like, all of this stuff. Um, I mean, the car's worth, like, 5000 if it's, like, clean title. And, uh, and it's not a clean title either. So it's, like, a salvage title. It's beat the hell up. It's got tail damage and the like suspension has issues like the front steering like like if you brake like the rotors are warped a little bit and like it's just the one that you're having trouble with. Not back. the truck. No the engine. Not the BMW. No BMW, okay. Yeah, it's it's Kayla's car, the one that's like caved in on the right on the on the passenger side. Um so we got someone to pay 2000 for that alone, which for both cars, they were going to offer like 3000 Um And then I've got someone interested in one to buy the Camry for 25 And then um, I get to talk to Kayla's parents, and they've had a Lincoln Navigator for years, um, but it was like beat up. And he was like, well, and they, and they were like, and we were talking about the cars and all that stuff. And he's like, well, we, we ended up hanging out with him on the fourth. We just got to talking and he's like, yeah, it, you know, um, completely redid the Lincoln, this and that. He's like, we actually got to talking and we'd be willing to sell you that to you guys. And he's like, we could do it for around 2000 for it. Um, and I'm like, all right, well, I'll take a look at it. Cause I remember it, it was rough. So I go there, the whole interior, he gutted, like, he, he took it all out and gutted it and, like, refinished the seats, he, like, took the carpet out, put new upholstery in, like, wow. all of this stuff, um, and surfaced the motor and all that stuff, and, like, he treats his cars very, very well, so, like, I know the buyer and I know, like, the history of it, because he's bought it, he's had it since it was, like, two years old, that's, that's a big key, yeah, so... Um, ended up making that deal and then was able to get cash for um, the MacBook and not incur debt and get a, um, a tablet for Kayla to do her like working stuff on. So we were able to make all of these purchases um, at the same, like all at the same time in the span of like and not, three, and not three add any more. Yeah, and not add any more debt. But, and what's key there and what I tell people is that 
I mean, now y'all have, I mean, sounds like y'all were looking at that option, but then realize that you gotta, you gotta give yourself time, because in the heat of the moment, when you're at a car dealership, it's very easy to go, yes, that's, that's the one I want, I'm gonna sign the papers and walk away. Yeah. But if you give yourself time to think, nine times out of ten, you're gonna go, okay, that's not a good decision. Mm-hmm. Even us, like, we, we went in there thinking, I mean, we were... We went in there to buy hard, like it was not an option financing, not at all. But we could, we still could have overpaid yeah. for the vehicle we were looking at, and we, we would have. And it was like pushing our limit, like, and I, cause I told the guys, like, I want to spend this much, and he gave me a price that was a thousand dollars more. Mm. I was like, no, I told you I want to spend this much. Yeah. And so it was back and forth, and, and I remember we, we told him, I was like, all right, We've we've decided as well that I'm not I'm not a car guy, number one. So we've decided as well that I'm gonna take any car that I look at buying to a mechanic yeah. to get yeah. looked at because I have no idea. Yeah. And so I told even from a dealership, and I told the guys like so I'm gonna if we I mean if we're gonna do this deal I'm gonna take this to um, the mechanic to get looked at. So we'll we'll talk it over tonight. We'll think about the price and then we'll come back tomorrow if we want to take it to, to the mechanic and we spent the night thinking about it and realized like it's not really what we want mm-hmm. it was in the moment it's not the right price so we, we backed out of it but i think a big thing with cars too is it is such a necessity like especially living in texas like other parts of the world not so much like if you live in new york you don't really necessarily need a car or chicago yeah. or something like that but texas i mean Everything's 20 minutes away in a lot of areas, but it's 20 miles away. Like, yeah. So it's, you, you kind of have to have that kind of transportation yeah. to get where you want to go. Especially so, out here. We don't have Uber and Lyft. Yeah, yeah. Here. We do, I, I mean, I'm sure you can find someone you for could. sure. Um, but my point in saying that is nobody likes car shopping. Like, nobody does, but like the, the thing is, it's, it's for most people, it's the second biggest purchase you make other than a home. And you want to get it done in an afternoon. Yeah. Like, it's just like, that's, think about how long that's supposed to serve you. And it's like, if you can just take a little more time to think about it and not get so like, I want to get it done, so emotional. It's like, well, it's time you get clarity. And you're like, no, that makes no sense. And like, for like my uncle, I am always amazed with how good deals he gets on stuff. And like, he takes a little too long on some things, but like, He'll wait like he'll wait like two years to find the right price on stuff, especially for like his fun cars and stuff. He'll wait like two, three years. He's like, nah, I'm paying this, and that's it. And um, he'll get his price. You know, sometimes it takes two years, three years, five years for that car he wants. But I don't know if I have that long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know if I do either. But that's an extreme. But I'm sure if you if you wait a few months, you can probably find a really good deal. Yeah. I'm not a big shopper. Um, and so for me and, and my wife, it's, she's the, I want to spend the time to look at all the options mm-hmm. and me, I'm just like, get in, get it, yeah, get it's out. It's good enough. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'll go, I'll spend a little extra just to get in and get out. And that's, that's my fault, in, especially in the car purchase, because mm-hmm. we're still, um, you know, we, we're still kind of over or rushed into it, but, um, but and I think that what you said a minute ago, we need cars. When but someone will tell me they needed a truck, 
But they didn't need a fifty thousand dollar truck. Right. They may needed a five or ten thousand dollar truck. And so that's the key if you can if you can keep your set your boundaries before you go shopping mm-hmm. and say this is what we want, this is what we need. We don't need this. Um, and for me it's a pay cash. I, I don't pay cash. I don't I don't do debt, so it's that's a that's that's already set in our in our, our minds when we go look at something. So it's not even a question when we go yeah. into that dealership of like because they'll push you and they'll push you and they'll yep. push you. Yeah, they will. Especially if you go. They, they, they're trying to feed their family. They're trying to. They've got they got a wife and a kid to go home to, and Absolutely. they want to take that trip. They want to buy that extra thing so they can. Get, it's, yeah, let's spend a little bit more of your money. It's not. Um, I have no dis disrespect for mm-hmm. them at all because they're just doing their job. Yeah, exactly. But. I can't be a car salesman, I'll put it that way. <laughs> I know my, my morals and my character wouldn't let me. But. Yeah. Um, what are your, um, what do you attribute to, with all, everything that y'all had last week, what, what do you think was the most uh, important and kind of what made you kind of get through all of that process within a few days? Um, a sense of urgency, really. That was that was the big thing, and like having not only the internal pressure, like I feel more pressured, which it's a good like it's not like a negative anxiety rising pressure. It's more like a I've got a purpose, like it's that kind of pressure yeah. where it's like man, I've really got this opportunity to to really impact a lot of lives and like. The culture we're wanting to establish with this team, like we're gonna do things, you know, once once this pops off, because it will, because we're gonna be consistent enough to where it will, and we we're gonna set up the in- infrastructure to where it will be. But once once we really start making good income, we're gonna start doing like um, drawings and giveaways, but like not like here's a hat or here's a shirt. It's like this month we're gonna put a drawing in and we're gonna pay someone's rent for the month. Like we're gonna instill that kind of culture, but we're gonna do it with our leaders, where everybody kind of chips in, and it's not like a every one person's paying rent, and we're just gonna do giveaways and like that's that's just gonna be kind of a thing that's established from the top down. Um, so we like think about like what if that person's like about to get evicted, or like what if um, their electric's gonna get turned off? You like you never know how that can impact somebody. Or maybe that little bit of like belief makes them want to work so hard that they're able to change their family, you know, like giving people opportunities to do that and giving back, you know, because with building a company like that, people that, that, um, that work with you, I mean, you can't do it without the other people also sharing what you've established and the infrastructure that you've laid out. So it's about paying it back. So anyway, I feel all of this potential and like all of this um what could be in this this big vision that I can see right in front of me and it's just like I I just have to keep doing these steps next day next day next day like I didn't sleep again like it's it's just it's go time like it's that I'll I'll make up for that at some point it's just it's go time right now and like 
this window I can't ever get back. So like I'm living in this moment and this stretch of time until I get this project done. I know that's when the work begins, but like that's that's where the start is. That's where I've got support. Like it's it's me right. I got to put that work in kind of by myself right now, and then the help comes. And then and even if the help doesn't come, like that's that's okay too. I've I've at least got this and I can share it with everybody. You know so. Um, yeah, it's just that that's the key. That's what's making all these things happen because they have to. So how do you how do you um bring all that in to to focus on what needs to be done? Like you have all this opportunity, all this uh potential out there and you can see it right here in front of you, but it's it's at this level. And so how do you how do you think you focus that energy? So uh, instead I'll, of just yeah so broad scale you don't get anything done yeah i'll be honest with you like there are times there is a little bit of waste of time you know because you're like man this is a lot of stuff we're we're selling things we're we're negotiating prices we're setting up purchases for later um i'm learning a whole new software um i i've at this point i've only edited through imovie which is great but like to what to the to the level of quality that that we need to get to um, I'm having to use this um, thing called Premiere Pro. The layout's different, but it's so much more capable. Um, so I'm having to learn that. Like, Brent says, a lot of time involved. Yeah. So like, I'm basically going to school while I'm 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 basically doing it on the fly. I'm like, man, I want to make this transition. How do I do that? How do I search for that word? What does this term mean? Like, so it's a little bit of like taking time, but then once you learn it, you're you're good. And then it's just repetition. And the cool thing is you make transitions and you can save them to where you just kind of stretch them out or like um, change certain parameters for the next time you want to do it. But yeah, it's just that process of learning, applying it. And that's the thing. I'm like, I'll get caught up and I'm like, and you got to do this. And then I've noticed like the, the, the self-limiting belief is like really trying to creep up. It's like, you can't, you can't do this. Like you're not meant for something. And like the, like my, I'm, I'm like attempting to self-sabotage myself and it's 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 raining that in and be like okay what can you do right now what can you do right now and just kind of focusing on that like what's the next step what's the next step that you're in control of and just keep taking those little bites like like you always say you know eating that elephant one bite at a time rather than trying to swallow the whole elephant because yeah. it's never going to happen you have a bad time yeah it's not going to work yeah I think that's um, and that's what I try and tell people too is in any aspect of their um, you know goals is you want to start with a why start with the end in mind um, but you've got to break it down to something bite size and and I'm struggling with that too with mm-hmm. the business trying to get it going I think the thing I'm struggling with the most is the marketing side because I just don't know um, and trying to get I mean, there's all these different avenues of how to market, mm-hmm. where to market, what to do. And, yeah. And so, but I'm more of a boots on the ground type yep. of guy. And so I want to get in and start talking to people. Yep. Um, trying now facing them. What's going on right yeah, now? Yeah. Um, it's like the, the face-to-face contact is it's, limited. It's lim- it's, I think it's, it's making me want to self-limit myself and mm-hmm. say, oh, because of this, I don't want to go do that. Yep. But I've got to break that. I either got to break that and just go do it, or I've got to 
break it and do something different. Well, and who knows? Who knows if by this happening, it forces you to change like how you can communicate. And let's say you get good at doing um, online advertising. Well, what if you have such a unique perspective that you can take, you can help people that do traditional business, like face to face stuff like that, mom and pop type stuff. What if you're the person that can help them link to to be heard? online through the through the next avenue what if you're the people like people that transition from, from radio to tv i'm sure there are people that help people through that process to make money through that process and help people convert yeah what it, who's not to say that maybe you can help with that you Absolutely. know there's still people paying 15 to 20 grand for a tv advertisement and that's all that's all they know they're like oh they're told oh facebook doesn't work that doesn't yeah they're you know, there's people saying that Facebook impacts the election. You know, so it can't. You can't have it both ways. It can't yeah. not work, and um, people don't aren't there, and um, people aren't paying attention to it yet. It can impact things like that. You know, so just who knows if you have that unique perspective to help people out. You know, exactly. Well, and that I think that's it's pushing me out of my comfort zone, and uh, which is which is that's all entrepreneurship is exactly. like. Um, I was I was listening to a podcast and um, it's this guy that's a the big time serial entrepreneur. He got his start because nobody would hire him, so he started his own company. Um, as far as in like he he had first saw, seen Star Wars when he was in like high school, and he wanted to do special effects, but like he knew nobody in Hollywood, he knew nothing about special effects, and he had no money. Yeah. And uh, so he started a company and made himself like an employee of the company, not like owner. And then like he would. Um, spend money for like a newspaper ad saying that there's a job for the position he wanted so he'd get these resumes and be like oh this is the type of resume i need to fill out and he also knows people that are looking for jobs and what company they're currently at so he could then you know promote himself to these companies Hmm. um then that's how he got his start um so anyway yeah so he was uh I'm gonna get back to it. What was the point? What were you saying? And what was I? <laughs> uh, entrepreneurial of uh, getting out of our comfort zone. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's gone. It's gone. Um, but it, like, I mean, it, yeah. it is all about being out of it because ultimately we want something that's beyond our comfort level. Mm. That's our goals. Any of any of our goals. That nobody has a goal that's below their comfort level. Yeah. So if you want, if you have a goal of X, but your comfort level is below that, then why would you go to X? Mm-hmm. If, if, if you want to be comfortable. Yeah, if that's um, your focus is comfort rather than achievement. Then your goal would be, would move down to that, mm-hmm. that lower standard. And so any goal that we have is above your comfort level. And so people got to realize that um, whether it's weight training, it's paying off debt, I mean, any of that is going to be out of your comfort level. Mm-hmm. I mean, paying off debt, you're going to have to make sacrifices like you just did with, with not getting paid yep. however much it was, rather than just putting it towards the debt. Yep. Like, I mean, what could that have money done? It could have done a hell of a lot, yeah. In your situation. Um, so you made that pretty decision. much everything else would be done like all the all the lined up purchases we make to like get on with it so would, what, what was the push to, to put it towards the debt instead that's that's gonna be over our head like that's like 
you're still owing somebody money. And even though it's not on my credit, and it's, I'm still owing somebody money. And there's, I don't know, there's something that comes with that in, like, life. There's just, there's something about it, like, there's not, a, like, a scientific law or something Borrowers like that. Borrowers. Like there's just, yeah. yeah, there's just something about that. When you're indebted to somebody, I think it limits to what you can receive. Yeah. You know, anybody who's really, really made... <clears throat> like a, a, a real fortune or like a real large business a lot of times they, they're not a slave to the lender yeah they they've figured it out and by the time they can have all the money they want they're like no dude I'm good like I, I did this myself I don't need you now I yeah. needed you back then but I figured it out yeah. so I don't need you anymore so yeah I think for me like I can't be in debt like, and it's kind of a blessing because, like, I didn't have credit. I couldn't even if I wanted. I probably would be in massive amounts of debt if, like, my parents had to set me up with good credit or something like that. But, like, yeah. the fact that I've never really had credit, it's I think it's been a benefit because it's, it's made me innovate. It's made me be like, okay, like, I can't just be like, oh, I'm just going to put it on the card, you know, next next few months, expenses, whatever. It's like, no, like, no one's going to lend you money. Yeah. Your parents don't have money either, so... You gotta figure it out. So how do you feel now with going through all the process last week? How do you feel about debt going forward? Like are you gonna if you were to get a new need a new piece of equipment or vehicle or whatever? Well I think it's starting to change my perspective on money too. I think I think you operate in certain frequencies with with money. Like there's people that only get attracted to a certain amount of money because that's all they think that they can operate at. Yeah. Um, and then there's people that $10,000 is might as well be $5 to them. You know, it's like, that's not a, that's not considered a large sum of money to them. So it's when the problem was greater than my limiting belief on the money, it was like, that, that's too bad. Like we got to figure it out. Like I'm, I refuse to let $5,000 separate me from, yeah, it's like, I can't allow that. So, like, what do I got to do to circumvent that? So, it's, it's showing me that. It's like, okay, well, I just... It's unlocking that. Okay, and that's what I'm working on. It's like unlocking that feeling like that all the time, not just for specific needs. Yeah. Because, like, if you look back on your life, for most people, if there's a true desire, like, for anybody, it could be the smallest thing. It could be, you know, I want a certain Hello Kitty, whatever. Um... But if, if there's that, that real desire, you're like, no, I, I got to make that happen. Most people make it happen. Yeah. Like, it, like if, it, if it's an absolute, and you could try and it fail, and then try here and it fail, but, like, you're going to keep going until you get it. And it's just being like that about the things that you really want and not letting yourself get in your way. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we go back to the, you're, all, you're limiting, your, limiting yourself to that 40%. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've I've actually saved a few other videos from David Goggins that I got to go back to. Yeah, that's good stuff. But he's he's um he's very motivational. Mm-hmm. Like it'll get you really thinking about what you what we're limiting ourselves to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and the story you tell yourself. Exactly, and and I think most of it's because society tells us that this is a normal life. This is what you want. This is what you want. Like they're mm-hmm. telling us what we want. And you got to go, no, it's not what I want. I want X. I want, you know, Y. 
Um, I want something bigger than normal. And so I got to go get it, though. If I can't sit back and wait on it, I got to go get it. Um, and how do I do that? Um, and that's that's my biggest, or that's the biggest challenge in our own uh, belief system is trying to figure, figure that out. Yeah, absolutely. So what are your... What are your goals for, or what are your top two, two or three things this week? Man, I really want to get those videos out. Like, I, I, like that's going to continue to be the goal until it gets done. That's that's priority number one. And then two, um, spending a little bit more time with Riker. I've noticed I've kind of like, I've just been like zoned in. He's like, hey, like. I'm here, <laughs> so um, I need to spend a little time with him uh, this week too, and I can do both. I can do both of those things. Um, that's why I'm doing this, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, you can't forget that why. Yeah. Um, and I'm not so, like obviously time is still gonna be shorter, but I can still at least play with him for an hour. You know, hour and, hour and a half. An hour like to a three four year old is a day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can I can at least do that. I, I've always just playing off of that right there is I I, I would do daddy daughter date or whatever with my you know, four year old five year old. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I do that once or twice a year, she feels like I've done it a lot. Yeah. But then you know, as they get older, you have to do it more often. Yeah. Because that's that their time span changes. Yeah. But so the my ten year old is you know, more susceptible to, oh, we're not doing it enough. Yeah. And so maybe you have to do it four times a year for her. Yeah. But, which, and then that plays into, okay, I'm doing it four times for her, my four-year-old sees it. That yeah, then it's four times it's, for me. Yeah, it's then, a little, then it, yeah, it's like what you were saying, like, you're always in the oldest child's household. Yeah. It's never, like, when the, it's not a newborn's household when you have two kids. It's a two-year-old's household yeah. or however old they are. So all of them are going to be looking to the eldest and be like, well, I want, well, I want similar treatment. Yeah, exactly. I want the same yeah. toy or whatever that yeah. she's getting, and it just doesn't work. And so, and that's where parenting comes in, but that's the hard part because I want to, and it may be that you just don't label it as a date to the older, mm-hmm. you know, in front of the... But the they, y'all know. Y'all know yeah. it's a date. And, and, and that way that... You know, the older one feels like she's getting what she wants, and then it kind of goes there. And it just plays into, like, that's why we do this. That's why we're trying to do this. Mm-hmm. To be able to spend more time with them, more quality time, and not waste our efficiency or our time on an 8 to 5 job. Yep. When we can be, when, if, if you're efficient with what you're doing, then you can work 6 hours and make 3 times as much as someone working 8 hours mm-hmm. a day. Um, and so you have that extra two hours at home or yep. with kids or with, you know, it's just that we're both willing and, and people that can't get to that point they're willing to make zero dollars for a little bit yeah they're like that's fine exactly. I get it that's operating costs that's you know instead of me paying someone for me to get to that point because you can once you level up in business you're like okay I don't feel like waiting that long it's not worth it for me to put all that time in because my time's more valuable and I've got the capital to circumvent the time. Because yeah. it's, it's one or the other. It's either you put time in or you have money. 
Like it, yeah. it, it's one, it's one of the two in order to have successful business, uh, among other things. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you get to that point where you're like, okay, I'm just gonna pay someone handsomely to build the infrastructure and then go. Um, or you're like, okay, I understand. It's gonna take a little bit of time because I don't have that, so yeah. I'm willing to work for it, and then it'll come, you know, and I'll keep working until it comes. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean. <clears throat> And having that, um, being able to put the time in to build the infrastructure, and then be able, and then once you once it's built, then you you're continuing to build, mm-hmm. but you're all, you're starting to make some ROI, starting mm-hmm. to make some return, and that's I think that's where <coughs> the struggle is getting to that point mm-hmm. of actually getting a return on hours and hours of yep. infrastructure building. But so when when do you look for that return? I think you gotta start having some immediate return, whether it's, um, you know, whether you're working forty hours a week and you're making two hundred dollars a week, mm-hmm. it's still a return. Maybe yeah. it's you know two dollars an hour, mm-hmm. but it's still a return. And so, because it's feedback, yeah. it's um, are you doing what? Are you providing a service to somebody that they see they deem as valuable? Because mm-hmm. all the infrastructure, like. All the infra- infrastructure helps you help them, and so if you can build that, and then you start to you start to gain some traction from clients from that perspective. Um, even though it may not make sense, of, I'm working forty hours to build infrastructure and get a return, um, but I'm only getting this little bit of return. Like it doesn't make sense in people's math minds, and that's where I think people don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. They don't want to make that. Or they can't make that connection of I'm working forty hours, but I'm only getting paid two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm you know per week or whatever yeah. it is, and so, um, but if you can get past that, you'll eventually start making, you know, ten thousand a week mm-hmm. versus that forty, maybe yeah. sixty hours now. Yep. But the 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 exponential side of that is so much greater. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's time. It, it's time and. Um, and detailed plan, action plans. I mean, you gotta, like you said, you gotta take the next step today. What can you do today that's gonna push you, you know, that one step further? Mm-hmm. What can you do this week? Um, you know, we, we come together weekly and talk about what our goals are for each week. Not, and, and I, I try and plan it out per day because I'm that, I'm a detailed yeah. person. And so I'm like, okay, today I'm gonna do this. You know, Wednesday I'm gonna do that. Thursday I'm gonna do that. And that way, I have an idea. Now, when tomorrow comes and something blows up mm-hmm. and I don't get what I need done, then I've got to find some time in those other days mm-hmm. to try and get that done. So, um, like, I'm flexible, but I'm structured. And that's yeah. where um, you can... I think people struggle... Especially the people that like the detailed plans struggle derailing from their plan and, and being flexible. Mm-hmm. Because they want it to happen the way they want it. Yep. And if it doesn't, then they shut down. And I've done it a time or two. Mm-hmm. If the first couple of days don't go well, I shut down and I don't get anything done yep. that week. So it's... Um, I don't know where we, where, where we started with that. Well, it's a, that's, that's a big thing that, that everybody... Like that self-defeat. Like, it's not fun... It's not fun to fail when you're really trying. Like, failing is just learning lessons. Failure is throwing in the towel. Um... 
but like David Goggins talks about callousing your mind, you know, you, you get beat up some days, you know, you get bullied, you get thrown in the corner and you get jabbed from all different directions and you're like, what the hell, I had no, I had no idea. But it's it's been like okay, well what 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 else is okay? I got my ass kicked here, but you know it's still only three o'clock, so I got four hours you know to put towards this. So like let's reassess. You know I'll take 15, 20 minutes, relax, kind of clear my head. You know like because I think that's important to kind of like feel it. You know get get pissed off whatever. Like those emotions are there for a reason. We God gave us those emotions that's for true. a reason. It's what you do with those emotions, but He gives them to you. So feel it, you know, your body's feeling that for a reason. Think about why you're feeling it and then what you learn from it. Try If you can, if you need to reflect on it, then, you know, put it on a shelf and then be like, okay, nothing I can do right now. <sighs> Let me relax. What can I do? And then just pivoting. And then that's that's how you take those days that are quote unquote a loss. And it's crazy when you do, when that happens, Anytime I've, like, really got my ass kicked and then, like, kept pushing in another direction, it's like, dude, you have exponential growth over here. Like, whoa. Like, yeah. it's just, it's that, it's right on the precipice of failure. Like, if you just keep going past, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And that's just, that was just a little bit of resistance. But if you ever see those exponential graphs, mm-hmm. and it's so low, so long, and still low at zero. Mm-hmm. And then at that breaking point, it's like, it, just, yeah. it jumps, and so you've got this, you know, whether it's a a year or, and then the, the other part mm-hmm. was like two years. Yeah. You've got this maybe six months or whatever it, just, it is. Boom, yeah. And it's just completely different. Mm-hmm. And it just, it turns, you know, you're at, you're at X, or say you're at zero, and then six months later you're at 10, and then, yeah. you know, two months later you're at 200 and yeah, something or whatever, whatever. you know. The numbers are, um, they skyrocket, and that's where you're trying to get to. And that's, you know, I always go back to that, the S curve from Whitney Johnson. Is mm-hmm. You've got to have that, that growth, and it, it, it's a constant um, growth curve. You have the, the learning part, you have where your learning is that your experience is actually paying off, but then you start getting complacent in that learning or that. that so you kind of stabilize. So you've got to throw a wrench in there and, and disrupt it so you can continue to grow and continue yep. to, to, to use that experience. And that's where the um, the return, that's what return, that's what, when someone gives you money for something, it's not just giving you money for the, for their your service. They're telling you, hey, this is what you did right. Mm-hmm. Or they may be saying, hey, this is what you could have done different, or well, you got to ask for that, too. How, how, much you, how much you earn is based on how well you solve problems. So when you go to the hardware store and someone buys a quarter-inch drill bit, are they looking to buy a quarter-inch drill bit? No. No, they're looking for a quarter-inch hole. Yeah. So that's why someone decided to make a drill bit so that they can make that hole. So the more holes you can plug, the more money you can make, and the more problems you can solve. Yeah. You know, um, because of that hole or whatever they, that drill bit's for, it, it builds a house or yeah. a building, or it frames a picture. Yeah. But even still, like, but it's solving a problem for mm-hmm. somebody or solving a 
a need for somebody, yep. and that's what that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You've got to find the place in the market that you can do that with your talents and your passions. Yep. There's a there's a good exercise that um, for every day, think about three problems that you face in your day. And the first couple of days will be easy, um, but pretty soon you realize, okay, it's the, it's the same similar problems. Yeah. Um, and then figure out those figure out that intersection of where those problems are versus what your passions are. Um, and that's where the innovation comes. Like so many, like for the longest time, um, to put in screws in a house, you had to use this guy. Like that just, that is what it, people accept, that is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. And then the electric drill came out. So, that, someone was, said, that's not how I'm doing it. I don't it. accept that. Yeah, they said, I don't, no, that's, I'm, I'm wasting so much time so like, I, I don't accept that. There's got to be a better way, and they dump their life and soul into finding out a better way. Yeah. I've got my Milwaukee drill now. Exactly. I ain't got my shelves, you know. So it's because someone said I'm not accepting that. Yep. And that's what we have to get where we are. Like, just because it's the way we've been doing it, it's the best way so far. It may not be the best way mm-hmm. completely. So. Um, Figure that out, and that's where you and, and take that one, run, run with it. But yeah. it's always good to question people that have longevity in entrepreneurship and like really um, people that are high earners and like up at the upper top of um, entrepreneurship and like business owning are always curious. Yeah. Always, every single one of them is curious. They want to learn more. They want to understand, and it's because that's how they that's how they work. You're like, okay. Let me figure this out. Let me see if I can reverse engineer this. Let me see if I can find a better way. Like always trying to find that little bit better. You yeah. know. Well, the I mean the company that has a guy that starts it when he's thirty, mm-hmm. and he builds it for thirty years. He only does whatever he's doing one way, and he he's like, I'm not changing. This is what works. This is working for me. I'm not changing that. Um, after 30 years, it becomes obsolete. Mm-hmm. I mean, it may still work to a point, but it's not, you're not being the most efficient and you're not able to grow the company. A huge example of that, a huge example of that is Kodak. Yeah. They, so they were actually the first people to dis- discover and develop the digital camera. They actually invented it. And they put it on a shelf because they're like, eh, we're good here, yeah. you know. And then they're off. Who who does you know who gets their photos developed through Kodak? Anymore? Nobody. Yeah. Film? What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, that's a perfect example because, and I, I can think of a couple companies that are gonna die or they're gonna fail as soon as that person that started it either quits or if they die mm-hmm. that business is going down because yep. there is no unless somebody steps up and says no I'm going to innovate I'm going to change the way we're doing it because the way they've been doing it dies with that person mm-hmm. because that's the stubbornness of that person yep. so as a business owner like you've got to be able to, to mold to the market and like as we're being disrupted right now like the whole market is thrown yep. off right now what are you doing that that is going to change? Because we're not going to be the same coming out of this. And so the market's not going to be the same. 
Um, and so what are you doing now in your business to change the way you're looking at that? Like, mm-hmm. do I need to do something different? Am I, you got to constantly look, like, what's the market doing? And what's 10 years ahead of me? Like, can I look 10 years out and be, be ready for that? Well, I think it still comes down to the simple truth of keep looking for problems. The problems might change. Absolutely. You know, just think about what the problem. You know, contact us for delivery, all that stuff. Like, and what can I solve that? You know, and what you're good at today at solving, you're gonna be good at something different. You're gonna be good at solving something different ten years from now mm-hmm. because you've had all this experience. Your time is not well spent solving this minimal problem that you used to be good at. Mm-hmm. It's now well spent at solving this complex problem. And letting someone else grow into that smaller problem that they're fixing. So you may not lose that. And there, But there may be times that you say, okay, I did that for a while. It worked. But I need to cut it off. I need to, I need to cut that loose. Um, that's not my problem to solve anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think from an overall business standpoint, like I look at opportunity and I see this huge window. I'm like, okay, I can do that, 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 that. But what is my focus? Mm-hmm. And that's where... That's one of my goals this week is to really nail down my ideal client so that I can focus on that instead of just throwing everything out there and hoping somebody understands. So, like, what are you doing right now as far as, like, to try and acquire clients? So, I mean, I've started, you know, Facebook. I've I've, uh, reached out to some vendors, some... Um, insurance guy is a bankruptcy attorney, um, a uh, an attorney that does will and probates and stuff like that. So I'm looking at doing some videos with them, some Q and A's, just to kind of pick their brain and help my clients understand that part of the um, of their financial foundation. You know what? Um, one thing you might be able to do is. Um, you could probably use maybe COVID to your advantage. Um, Facebook has like a local support page and you can promote your services. Like you might be able to do free whatever 20, 30 minute consultation to, to help out with whatever. Um, you know, if, if people are, you know, recently lost their job, like how do I consolidate? Yeah. And you could either go about it by doing a one-on-one Zoom, spending that time in there, or you could do like a webinar where you get a bunch of people on and you kind of, here's some good general guidelines for this. All If you want to have specifics, I can do a whatever course and do one-on-one with you for this fee and it's gonna be discounted or whatever. But you could do that and offer like aid, um, like general tips, stuff like that. That might be something you could look into. Um, yeah, you, you run the potential of not getting anything out of it, um, but who knows? Client, clients are created in conversation, mm-hmm. and really any business. So you've got to get to talking. That's my challenge, um, and I'm really, I'm, I'm gonna try and really focus on that this week. Is to just get out and and talk. I don't know if I'm, you know, I'm trying to. I'm fighting with that. Do I walk into business or do I just start calling people and trying to find people that I know? Um, and, and Facebook, like, I'm just, I've never been a big social media person. And I've talked to I haven't either. some people that are helping me with that. Um, and so 
but you know they focus on Pinterest or this one focuses on um, the what am I, the social the Google ad type the mm-hmm. Google search engine engine optimization yeah SEO yeah that type of stuff I'm trying to think of the name but um, so it's it's that that I don't have no I know nothing about I've always been the guy in the, in the field yeah. um, or and in the last five years I've started to grow and learn some of that and at least know that it's out there but it's actually figuring out what's efficient and how to make it well maybe you can use work. that to your advantage um, maybe think like the guy in the field reverse engineer that maybe that's your ideal client yeah. maybe you know how they think and think about if you were get on Facebook when you're in the field like what's what's some things that you enjoyed looking at you know what like yeah. start thinking about your client that that's the thing like trying to attract you because I guarantee you you have common interests with with a certain market you yeah. know so so trying to attract you first like, okay what's my ideal client your ideal client is someone you can re- relate with the most so someone who's gonna be similar Absolutely. to you so reverse engineer you think about you as a client and, you know generally maybe not go so narrow like widen a little bit and then maybe that's your audience and yeah. you're going to have more relatability with them you know you're going to have some more experiences maybe um, you could even target people that have wildlife degrees um, who work for um, work in the service industry you know the service meaning you know either like skilled manual labor like you can target that audience you know well and I think and that's definitely somewhere I've been looking I mean so for the you know the three main clientele that I've kind of narrowed it down to is you know your your student your high school college student that's that's looking to not go the same route as everybody else and, and you know, borrow a bunch of money. So I want to help them stay out of, you know, go through school, stay out of debt, mm-hmm. um, and, and at least have a a plan for their career. Whether it's college or trade school or just straight up finding a job and then working their way up in that job. Um, and then, so that's number that's one of them. Now, I wouldn't say priority number one, but that's just one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is the young married couple or newly married couple doesn't have to be young necessarily but they're just trying to figure out that communication element to their finances um and then i mean number three is just the um i had it a minute ago but you can so number one was the student um young married couple and then really i mean anything that uh, I, I want to help businesses Good. help their employees. I want to give them a benefit to their employees that it doesn't cost them. Like, uh, I know we, we were both work for a company that he struggled to find benefits to give us yeah. that made sense for him and for us. Yeah. So health was was a struggle in today's world to to find. With the level of business, with the level of employees we yeah. had, now you can do it. It's just a matter of did it make sense for him? Yeah. He made the decision. It didn't. Yeah. I never saw the numbers, so right. I'm not really sure. But I want to be able to give somebody, give a business some benefit. And in my head, if you think about the service industry, 
they're always looking to make an extra dollar. Mm-hmm. And but but why is that? And, and because they think um, if if they're trying to make an extra dollar, it's because they're they're having some issue at home with their finances. They need more money. Yep. And so they're and they're, either, they're out of time. Exactly. You and know, because so, you because of like in, in that the industry we were in, it's like you 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 switch up time for dollars, especially if you're out in the field, like you're paid for your time. And there's only so much, that's a dangerous way of living because you run out pretty quick. And so they either want to leave your job early so they can go get another job, part-time job to make more money, or they're just gonna jump ship for a dollar an hour. Mm -hmm. In all reality, it may not make them more money. Yeah, an extra $50 a week. You may have it overtime and they may not, or. However that works, but it's um, you gotta you gotta show your employees you care about them to, for them to want to stay, and so building like I'm wanting I want to help them build a personal foundation for their finances, so that when they get up every morning they're focused on that job. Mm-hmm. They're not having to worry about you know their if their mortgage payment is gonna get paid by Friday. Yeah, it's the piece is there. The stress is gone, and they can they can walk into work focused on work, not mm-hmm. focused on home. Yeah. If they're focused on work, then that business actually makes more money. Yeah. In the long run, because of all their employees are. Well, yeah, I think that's have gotta, the foundation. It's gotta home. build some sort of loyalty too, helping people get out of uh, debt and like um, having a plan for their money. Like, if your if your business provides that for you, you know. Yeah. Like same with um, the uh, same with the owner at the uh, mechanic shop I worked at. Um, he was the one who put me through school. You know, he paid for schooling and also paid me. You yeah. know, and I'm that paid off for him. You know, like I, I made him a lot of money doing that. Um, but he was one to do that, and that made me want to work harder for him. You know, cause yeah. like, this guy believes in me. You know, he he's investing in me. Yeah. He's not. I'm not just an employee number to him um, that I fill out on a tax return. You know, um, so it helps the morale. It helps the character mm-hmm. of the business as well. I mean, if you have, if you've got employees that that can see that, like this guy is investing in me, they will invest in the business. They will put their full hundred percent or more into that business and. Because a lot of people restrict that. They don't want to put 100% towards the business because it's not their business. Mm-hmm. And they're only willing to put in what they're able to get out. But if people would flip that mindset and put in more than what they think they can get out, they're going to get more out of it with the right company. Mm-hmm. you got to be careful with that too. But um, but I think if you, will, if you will push yourself in whatever company you're in, if you'll push yourself you'll start to see the flaws in whatever company you're in, if there is there. Mm-hmm. If they're not, then you'll you'll flourish in that company. Yeah. But if there's flaws in the company and the way they're doing things, you're gonna see that and you're gonna go, I want something different. Mm-hmm. Whether it is you start your own business or you find a different company that actually wants to invest in you, not just you invest in their business. Yeah. And, and there's that level, but um, I think in my head, I, I can't do anything that I don't believe in wholeheartedly. Like, the, you know, I worked in this company for five years that I put everything, I poured everything I had into it. There was, you know, 
people thought I was nuts for working overnight or working all night mm-hmm. on putting proposals together and, and doing that be, because it wasn't my business. But I loved what I was doing. Yeah. I had the opportunity, and at the time, I, was, I felt I was being invested in. Yeah. Um, that changed over time, but um, it's that mentality of you have to feel like you're you're a valued person or valued employee. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where you flip that, and if I can help provide an employer a way to do that, a way to make their employees feel valued or feel mm-hmm. like I'm, that company's investing in them, not only for um, the business, but also for their personal life. Um, now, it, it's, all, it's all tied in together because if I invest in my employees and their personal life gets better, then the work life gets better, then the business grows, and, and so it's all there. There's a, there is a return, it's just not an immediate return. It can be, it's, it may take a year, it may take two years before. Um, it may, I mean. You might, you may cycle through a couple employees, exactly. you know? Because they don't want, they, they may not want that. They may yeah. just want to go and clock yeah. in and clock out. But for me, I don't want those employees. Mm-hmm. And so I, I want somebody that's gonna put in a little bit of heart into their job, yeah. not just not just what is expected. I want someone that'll go above and beyond. Because mm-hmm. I do. Like, I, I feel like I go above and beyond no matter what I'm doing. Sometimes probably, in, in some certain scenarios, I probably go a little too far. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's too far in respect to, yeah. I'd rather go too far than not, not far. Yeah. So, and I think, the, and, I look at, you know, playing softball now, or playing any sport now, I definitely go too far. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a little older to where that doesn't feel too good. Yeah. Um, especially with, you know, back issues and other stuff like that. But, um, you know, when I was in high school, I'd run into a fence and it wouldn't, it, it wouldn't hurt too much. Yeah. It hurts a little bit now. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you gotta pay attention to that. So, yeah, you get, you get on the knee, you get on your knees on concrete, yeah. Yeah. Used to not even notice that. You exactly. Know? Um, and that's just an analogy of where even in the career side, you can take. You feel like you're taking something too far. Um, it's gonna hurt a little more mm-hmm. after you've been through it. Like, yep. had I, you know, lost a job a year into that job, it may not have hurt as bad as yeah. pouring so much into it and then losing it. Yeah, investing more, obviously investing more time into something and then it not working out, yeah. you're like, man, you know, it's it's more of a, it's more of a punch. Cause it's, like you said earlier, you just got to get back up and mm-hmm. take that 15, 20 minutes and go, that sucks. Yeah. But I still have a couple hours, I still have a couple months, I yep. still have whatever it takes. Yeah. Um, I can't just sit back and let it, mm-hmm. and I, I can't sit back and and just let myself sink into this hole. Yeah, what it, it's a pretty popular quote, but it says that um, what happens to you, like life, like what determines your life uh, is 10% what happens to you and it's 90% how you respond. Absolutely. You know, it's, so you hear so many people, well, this happened to me. Well, this happened to like 10 other people, but like they're doing great. You know, they took that adversity and, and flipped it. Okay, well, let me innovate now since I got denied this. You know, okay, well, what's under this door? Well, what's the, you know, who's to say that 
you know, what you're going through, you feel like is the worst thing possible, and you feel like it's something you you should just shut down and stop. Mm-hmm. But someone else went through that. They maybe they went through the same exact thing, and they came out of it. Or they went something. They went through something completely worse than you did, mm-hmm. and you're like, you're backing away, and they're yep. they're going forward. Yep. They're su- they're succeeding from their failure that was worse than yours. So it goes back to that eliminating belief. Yeah. Of I, I firmly believe that you have to believe you're at a certain place before you're there. Like yeah, that's the. I think that's the only way it works. It's like begin just, with the end in mind. Begin with the why. Like yeah. why. You know, what's 10 years down the road? Yeah. What's a year down the when road? When you're getting beat up and it stepped on and getting chewed up every day, you got to have something that's bigger than that or else you're going to burn out. The, the cliche of the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't see a light, you're going to stop. Yeah. You know? Like, if you're in the middle of this like, There's cave, a light back this way, I know for sure. <laughs> if, if you're in the middle of this tunnel or cave or whatever yeah. and you don't see any light, you don't know where to go. So you've got to you've got to paint that picture of what that light looks like and what success and what the why or the begin with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. I think it's Simon Sinek that. I'm not sure who. I've heard it so many times that I, I'm not sure who I'm not sure who yeah. said it now. But anyway, so I think we we got your first two main goals. What was the? Or did you have a third one? Or are those two your focus this week? Yeah, those. Those are the two big ones, and then um, also like another one I want to do. It's going to be a lot easier to make. It's just going to be a setup, a camera, and run and gun and shoot, and not really any editing. It's it's pretty. It might just be a like record a video and then upload it, like no editing at all. But I want to go because with the with the marketing videos, like if you get there's have you ever heard of uh, personality colors? Like um, green, yellow, red, and blue. So there's there's a there's a really good couple of videos on it. Um, but basically, your red personalities are typically like your salespeople, people that like they see something, they get it done no matter what. But a lot of times they sacrifice personal relationships. Or if you're a true 100% red, you'll sacrifice personal relationships to get results. Like that's all you care about. And then blues are more fun and energetic, and they. Um, they they ride emotion like to like get a lot of things done like they, they work very they're just they have high energy and like they're, they're people that kind of like you get high energy and it's kind of infectious and then yellows are very caring people like loving towards um like just humans like they just want to love on people and then your greens are very analytical they they need to they need to know facts details everything the full they need the full business plan they need the full product info they need they need all of that information to make an informed decision yeah. and they're very detailed 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 uh, a lot of times they're the people that set up the employee handbook and like they, they're very detailed um, and you can develop colors but you, a lot of people have a dominant color and then, or a mix of a couple but anyway so a lot of preface for what I'm saying um, so with um, marketing videos, you don't want to get in the big details because that causes confusion because the mask, you know, there's four different color personalities and, um, you know, a lot of people, they don't like a ton of information thrown at them. So you just give them the highlights, 
Um, it's like, like for product videos, it's like less than a minute for sure. Um, and just kind of keep it nice and sweet. And like, if there's more information, then that's the video I'm wanting to post where like, I've, I've done research on all these products and worked ingredient by ingredient, done unbiased research looking at like what benefits are there are from these single ingredients, case studies, stuff like that. And I'm going to have an in-depth um, product review of each one where I go really into detail the science of it and all that stuff. Um, and then have that for your green personalities. So they, I do it one time, I really spend the time into it, I do it one time, not only does it, do I benefit from it, but all the team that you just literally tag them in that, here's the, you know, for all your greens, it's like, okay, here you go, here's all the information you need. Yeah. And then PDF files linked to ingredients, stuff like that. So I would like to make that as well for a couple of videos at least, or for a couple of products at least. And how many products do you have? There are 24. So it's gonna take you some time to get through it all. Yeah, that's, and that's like, so, what I'm doing is like, as, as a product video gets finished, it's just upload, upload. Like, it's not like I gotta wait for all yeah. of them. And so like, people sell what they can sell, and then as, 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 as we add more, yeah. Sweet little guy. Yeah. So no, I think my uh, my focus this week between. Oh yeah, I forgot to. Uh, what is your What are your goals this week? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're good. That's mm, part of the conversation. Yeah. But, so I think we go back to the focus on. I want to really narrow down mm -hmm. and solidify a ideal client. Mm -hmm. I've done some of it. I think I I've gotten into that habit of. I'll do I'll do like eighty percent of this task, and then I'll push it aside and start yeah. the other one. And so I need to I need to start focus on checking off some boxes, completing the the task completely, yeah. and then and then adopt it. Like I've had this, I have my why, I have the vision, I have those things, but I don't know that I've quite like adopted it in mm -hmm. in my thinking. Mm -hmm. And so being able to identify the ideal client and then adopting it and stop looking at every opportunity is an opportunity well and i think that's normal i think that's normal too like this is a you're basically you're basically starting a new philosophy for how you want to conduct business or like what your life's work is yeah. so like it takes time you know yeah. like to really feel to really sit in and like yes you know it up here but like to know it here it is, takes conversation mm -hmm. because if i'm if it's just in here it's stale too. It gets pushed aside, but if it's if you're talking about it and you're living through like you can write out something, but then the minute you express it, your mind goes that didn't sound right. Mm -hmm. That you know you, or whatever, however you want to, you you start to learn how to talk about it, mm -hmm. and that's once you have the time and repetition of talking about it, well, I think you that really start confidence to, too. to adopt it. Every, everything's scary, like. Any like trauma scarier when you don't mention it to anybody when you feel isolated. Depression is scarier when you don't when you isolate. Um, I mean, if this is like what's going on now is taught you about it, self isolation. Like it, it causes panic. It causes like not talking about it, not not like being open about it. Like that's the worst thing you can do for any type of major like whether it's your aiming for success or 
you know, starting a business or trying to deal with your emotions, like yeah. letting it out is, it helps with that process. Absolutely. So I think that's, that's my number one and I'm gonna try and, you know, the next day or so, I'm gonna have that kind of nailed down, at least nailed down to where I can begin to discuss and, and mm-hmm. adopt that as I, as I talk about it with people. But, um, and then, um, number two, I think I'm gonna, uh, I gotta decide whether, you know, whether I'm gonna walk through or walk into businesses right now, probably, or just start making some phone calls mm-hmm. and at least see if, uh, making the phone call to say, hey, would you want to have a discussion? Um, also, I think something, um, start thinking creatively. Um, how can you offer them something like they feel like they're getting something? Like as far as like providing some sort of service for them or like offer something. That's what I was thinking. Even with like, and the, the key with it though is you gotta have no expectation behind it. Like you're offering this, you're like, hey, I wanna help you out. You know, I understand like, and even being open, like I understand if um, you, don't want anything out of it if you just take this offer I'm giving you and like I never see you again like that's fine like I just want to help you out you know if you can and I don't know what that's gonna I'm being very general but only you're gonna know what that is but start thinking about that like how can I how can I provide value to these people well I know there's a lot of people in need right now in this Mm. exam like in this time with people losing jobs and Mm. just not really knowing what's tomorrow is gonna bring and so um, I do want to help people in this time. That's where I'm trying to figure out what can I do and can I put on these budget workshops and that type of thing to help people um, kind of walk themselves through these, this crisis mm-hmm. or this season yep. of, um, of their, in their life. But I just got to get, trying to get the word out and to tell, like, for a business, like, I will do a, a budget workshop for your team yeah. for free. You know whatever whatever it means to get this to help them in the situation that they're in. Yeah. Um, if we want to go into detail, we can go into detail. But maybe because like you you had brought up like newly married couples. Um, I think it'd be cool. I don't know how involved Kelly wants to be with with any of this, but I think she could have a unique perspective. I mean, y'all had to do it together, yeah. you know. And because if she hadn't been on board and like actively with it, like y'all wouldn't be in a situation y'all are in, yeah. you know, where you were able to pay off all your debt, where you're able to, you know, get 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 the house you wanted and, you know, not have a car payment and all, all of these things. Um, you wouldn't have been able to deal with the teamwork. So I think, I think something that would be cool if y'all could do like some sort of workshop on like communication basics for finance and like maybe set up some sort of like kind of like talk and brainstorm on like how y'all can make a workshop, some exercises y'all can do, like just start thinking about that. I think that would be something that would bring a lot of value to people. And then finding your audience either through newlywed, um, Facebook groups, like I'm sure there's a ton of new- I never really thought about that. Yeah. There's gotta be groups like Yeah, and what you can do is if you want to get into running ad campaigns, I, I can definitely help you out with that because I've got some experience with it. But you can literally target like newlywed groups, people certain ages, or like people that are on their later marriages and stuff. And like you can have different ads for each one. Yeah. Like, 
one, you can lean on the fact that maybe that's caused some divorces, and like you're on a new marriage, and like you know, let's 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 get some solid foundation. And then you have the newlywed ones, like let's start your life off together, right? And there's going to be different groups on Facebook because like Facebook is really promoting groups, like they're really really um, into those, and the algorithms really benefit for engagement in groups. Yeah, um, it's conversation. Exactly, it helps keep eyeballs, it helps keep people there for time, they feel invested, it's more friends, you know, so, um, yeah, think think of some good, like, material you could have for that, and then, you know, start looking, start looking through, like, newlywed groups and stuff like that, and maybe join in there and, like, see what the, see what the page rules are, because some of them will have, like, um, once a month you can promote your business, you know, um, and especially if you're posting stuff not related to business, a couple of times and then that last time of the month you you're basically giving value giving value giving value and then asking it's like jam 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 right mm-hmm. okay. yeah. um so that's one way to do it that's free you know joining some of the groups will let you advertise your business um or you could do the paid way where you go through facebook ads and do that too but i think that's something worth looking into um so there's so many if you really like try and get creative with it you're like, okay, what angle can I hit this from? And it's just, it's all about experimenting. Yeah. You know, it's all about just like, okay, this could work. I, I think if I try this, this, and this, this could work. You try it. You know, these two things didn't work, but I learned this. This did work. So, okay, let me, let me branch, branch off of that. Okay, let me attack this, this, and this part of this and see which one's more efficient. So, yeah. it's just keep probing, keep testing, and you'll find your niche and avenue. For sure. And that's, that's the... That's what I might, I mean, kind of where I'm trying to focus on this week is trying to, I've got to figure out a way to get the outside of my comfort level mm-hmm. to get people to know what I'm doing. Yep. And, Cause I want to help. That's, yep. that's the main, you know, I want to solve people's problems mm-hmm. and that's the main, main idea of it. Um, and then I think the last thing for me is, I mean, I guess the, the number two is, is making enough phone calls getting enough conversation had that it, it gets out there you know that that um, that I'm actually talking with people about what I'm doing so that I'm even giving myself a chance to get something in return mm-hmm. or get clients and get um, that return of time that I've already invested so far um, and then I really don't know um, off the top of my head what, the, what a third one would be but I, mean, I think those are two of my main focuses and it'll probably take up a lot of my time this week to do those two things mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah that's the main main focus there I think that's I think that's a good thing to get clear on because um, that's gonna I mean if, if you don't have the intention right then yeah. well I think it, yeah. it's just so broad you're like I'm gonna cast my. I can, yeah, I can impact everyone, you know, like you, can, which you can, but I can see a, I can see an opportunity. Like, I was reading something on Facebook this morning about a retirement home, and I'm like, ooh, I could, I could help. Well, no, that's not my ideal client. Like, yeah. I, I gotta have that mindset of I could help them, I could help them in this way, in this way, and but then it, I gotta realize like, how does that play into my, my why or my mm-hmm. ideal. Um, Instead of focusing focus. on the wide, who can you go deep with? Yeah, you know? exactly. Who can you really, really with? impact? Mm-hmm. And because I can impact a little bit of everybody, mm-hmm. um, 
but who can I impact a lot? And it's funny, as you go really deep, like, you really start impacting people and it spreads out, you know? Because I've really, because that person I impact a little bit, they may, it may have clicked a little bit, and they walk away. And then they drove home. Yeah, and then they they forgot about me. um, But if I can impact that person deeply, then they spread that and say, oh, you need to go see this person to their friend or their um, colleague or whatever. And I think that's where, uh, again, it's all, it's all a matter of time. But if I can put enough time into it now, the return comes faster. If you put 10, 10 hours a week to it, you know, you're going to get 10 hours a week of return. Yep. If you put 40, 60 hours a week to it, you're going to get 40 to 60 yep. hours of return. It's going to be applied somewhere. At some point, it's going to show up. Exactly. So, that's where I'm at. Um, hopefully, it can... I guess we'll talk next week, see where we... Yeah. <laughs> or where we, where we get to, but... So, what, uh, what were some big wins for you this week? I think the, the biggest win is just having that the time away from everything. Yeah. To just reflect and kind of step back a minute and say, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going a different path. And, like, I completely walked away from a path that I wasn't liking. Mm-hmm. And, but I felt that I, at some level I felt it was a need mm-hmm. that I had to stay on that path. Yep. And then having, you know, coming out of that and going, I don't need to be there. I don't need to go down that road. I don't like, I don't like the end of yep. that road. So why continue on it? Mm-hmm. Like, um, even though this one's gonna be rocky and uphill ninety percent of the way, that one may have been flat or downhill a yep. little bit. But I don't like the end of it, yep. and I like the end of this. Well, and it's that false sense of security that's the killer of a lot of ambition. Yeah. Like, um, they did a they did a parallel of like thirty years of the Fortune five hundred companies. And like seventy percent of the companies are different. Yeah. Only th- the big corporate safe companies, only thirty percent are over a thirty year span are still in the same spot. Yeah. So it's like that's risky too. You yeah. know, you're telling me I have a thirty percent chance of like still having this same guaranteed job. Exactly. I don't know about that. Whether it's people leave or. Yep. You know, laid off, or, or your whatever. pay decreases, or you know, these two branches consolidate, and you know, we can't have two you managers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we can push you. In a, we can push you in finally. You know, like you, you still got a job, but like yeah. you have sixty percent to pay. You yeah. know, like so. That's that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> and that's that's the thing is people stay on that that easy road. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's easy, yep. it's comfortable, um, but they they can get so much more out of it if they put a little bit more effort into it. So. Yeah, and it, it goes back to the the ninety ten where like ninety percent is how you respond to the ten percent that happens to you. They they feel it's flipped. Yeah. They just ride. They just wait for stuff to happen to them, and so they just wait on this job, thinking, okay, I'm good, and then they get let go, and they're like, well, I was dealt a shit hand. It's like. Yeah. Well, you had 30 years of this stable job to like build something for yourself and like you chose to just 
you know, so put your security it, yeah. into that rather than in yourself. Well, that's where you, know, you spend, you know, someone will spend that 10, 20 years at one place and they don't learn, they don't grow. Mm-hmm. They just do what they're, they go in and do their job. And so in 20 years, they're like, if they lose their job, they're like, crap, now what? I don't know how to do anything. All I know how to do yeah. is this job. And they don't, or they can't put, take that experience and use it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it is valuable somewhere else. It may not be in the same exact job or same exact way, but I think that's, I mean, for me, and I know my wife is, is a little afraid, a little um, uneasy about the thought of not having an income coming in for next month. I mean, yeah, I we mean, have to go sure. get it. Like it, it's, it's an alarming sensation of, I don't have a job. I don't have a, a steady income. I don't know where this money's going to come from. I just know in my in my heart in my head that it's going to come. Yeah, it and has so to. I've got to go get it, and I can't sit back and wait for it to come. But I got to go get it, mm-hmm. and that's the that's the biggest challenge I think for us is to kind of step out of that leap of faith of it's going to come. Where I don't know yet, but it's going to come. Um, I gotta go find it. Whether it's, I mean, I may be doing a lot of a lot of different things this month, mm-hmm. but hopefully I'm doing a lo- a little bit less of a lot of different things next month. Yeah, it's and just willing to be flexible. Month. Like, that's that's the biggest thing I've learned is like realizing that it might not be the path you think it's gonna be, but as long as you like see those opportunities, you're like, okay, I can I can swing that. I can make that work. Is that ideal? Would I rather? Would I rather drive six hours to change out some light bulbs so I can make a couple hundred bucks? No, but it works, you know, like I got, you know, after you factor in gas, I just made $200. That works, that's groceries, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not, you lose, you lose that track of time, mm-hmm. especially when you're starting a business and you want that to be your full thing. Like, you may be working 80 hours, but you only really get paid for 40. Mm-hmm. Um, or less or those less. first couple of weeks, you know? But that... Maybe I get paid a lump sum for a project, you know? Like, it's 100 hours of work, but I get paid, you know, yeah. $800, $1,500 at the time. And, you know, like, so it's, it's not even saying I get paid per hour. It's like, okay, I did this lump sum of work to make this project that... I'm getting paid for it. Yeah. That, that way too. And, and that, it just shows that, that mentality or that, uh, you've got to get out of that level of not, or you have to get out of that accepting that I am worth 30 an hour or I am worth this. And so when you go spend six hours, you're not getting paid for the six hours. You're getting paid for the hour or two that you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, you, you divide it all out and it looks like you're making $5 an hour. Yeah. Well, that $5 an hour paid your bills to get to where you, so you can get to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. So, like, these next couple months, I may be getting paid yeah. minimal. Yep. Like, $5 an hour. Yep. If you're all, all said and yep. done. Just making sure your minimums are covered. But the minimums yeah. are covered. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest key. And so the minimums are covered so that next month, maybe we make more than the minimum and then the next month and the next mm-hmm. month and then it starts to actually start to pay off mm-hmm. 
or, or the numbers that five dollars turns into seven turns into 10 15 20 per hour whatever that number is yeah. it starts to add up and, and grow um, as things happen but it's just I think it's gonna be these first couple months are gonna be the most challenging yeah. of, you know how rocky is this, how uphill is this road that well we're it's on. Start, starting the momentum's the hardest part yeah. Like, and, you know, you think about starting a bike uphill, like, you've got to get that first turn, yep. get it rolling, and so, like, that first turn, that first that's pedal. Whole, that's the big arc of effort, yeah. yeah. It's a big arc, arc of effort, and then it's just, like, maintaining the momentum at that point. And it's that limiting belief, like, do we have the confidence as a self-belief of we can go make this money yep. doing whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, we can. And do we want to? Yeah, it's like it's like elephants at the circus. I don't know if you know how they're trained. Um, when they're babies, you put a stick in the ground, and that elephant for hours and hours tries to yank and pull, and, and but it's it's a baby, yeah. and it can't pull that stick out of the ground, and it just gets defeated. And years later, when it's full grown, they use that same stick. Yeah, and it's it only believe it believes I can't. I can't be broken from that, yeah. you know. So it's that's the hardest part. It's it's the, the hardest time is the first time, you yeah. Know? And then as you continue to build those wins, you're like, no, I've I've been doing this for a minute. I I even at this point, I'm still so early in in the entrepreneurial career, but I even have some wins that I'm like, no, I did that. I've done well. I did this. I made this happen, you know. So like. Yes, I haven't done this before, but I hadn't done that before either. Yeah. And I figured it out. So let's go. Let's give it a go. If I don't, okay, I'll figure something else out. You gotta That's go. Fine. You gotta go with that attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're already in it. Yeah. It's, yeah now. <laughs> the, the 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 eject point is was pat. We already we already crossed that bridge. So it's like okay. If you say no now, you're gonna be in world of hurt. Yeah, you're having to undo a lot of yeah. shit. <laughs> And I mean, worst case scenario, you know, you, that person you, or me, you know, you do have, if it's not working or if you don't figure it out, maybe it's the self-limiting belief mm-hmm. that's this, that you're struggling with. If you can't figure that out or get past that, then maybe you do have to go find another job for the time being until you can get past that belief. Yeah. So, and, and then that's the thing, like you got your ass kicked here and here and you're not necessarily starting over. You've gained all of this experience. Yeah. And then maybe yeah, you have that job. Maybe it's a couple of years, and then you give it another go. You yeah. know, I think that's that's exactly where you're. You know, you have that experience, it, it, even though it may feel like a fail failure. How much better of an employee are you going to be? Exactly. You know, like you're going to. You're, you're not going back to yeah. five years ago when you started that job. And and that that might even translate to upper management. You know, like yeah. maybe yeah, you you're not. And that's for some people. Maybe they're not owner, employee number one of a business. Maybe they're employee number seven, but they're vital and they make that that business massive. You know, Absolutely. would you rather be number seven employee of a billion dollar company or employee one of a zero dollar company? <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah. But I think everybody needs to at least try on that entrepreneurial hat and give it a really good go. You know, who knows? I don't know my story. Maybe, maybe I'm, I don't, you know, but I know I at least want to find out for myself. If I don't, I don't want to have that box unchecked yeah. when I get, when I get to the end and think back on it. I want to at least know, like, 
if I did film, like, hey, I gave that a really good go. Was it for me? But I learned this, this, and this, and I'd apply down here, down the road, that I didn't even know what's going to happen. For sure. Who knows? It's just give it Who your knows? best go. Give it a go. You never know. It can, I mean, that one act could give you 100% return or it could give you 0%. Mm -hmm. But the, even the 0% gives you some experience and some knowledge to put forth the next opportunity mm -hmm. to find um, that may give you 100%. You know, the next one may give you because of the one that failed. It's that um, learn, and go, learn and grow process. Mm -hmm. It's just, that's just going to be part of it. So that's, I think that's where we're at and where we're, um, hopefully what we can overcome mm -hmm. this first month is get that first pedal turn, that first rotation going. And I can already see the gears moving for you guys. I, 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 I see it happening. Y'all are really, um, seem to be going about it the right way. I feel like I'm in, uh, you know, you remember the mountain bikes and they have all of like the seven gears or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm in that gear one where you're doing that this. Just to get up there and you're not going yeah. <laughs> um, You're going very slow. Like that's, that's the way I feel. But uh, I think it, over time, it'll begin to move closer to that seven gear where you're mm -hmm. pedaling slower, but you're making more you're progress. Zooming, yeah. Um, I, I just, uh, it's just, that's what, what, what I picture yeah. in my mind, that's where I'm at, is I'm pedaling as yeah. fast and hard as I can, and a lot of those pedals aren't doing anything, yeah. but um, that's, that's just where I feel like I'm at. All of those pedals are doing something. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. None of those pedals, like all of those things that you're doing right now, they're all doing something. Yeah. You just you don't know yet. You can't see it. Yeah, you can't see it. We're looking at the whole world through here. You know, yeah. just very very small perspective. So yeah, it's just it's just keeping stacking, stacking those steps. Just keep stacking those steps. Yeah, you made that gesture, but I'm thinking like you got binoculars and you're looking at your hand. You're mm -hmm. looking at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. And you don't see what it's gonna take yep. to get there. So you you're seeing this focused vision mm -hmm. of what it looks like there, but you don't see the wider vision of yeah. what it's gonna take yep. to get there. Like, I mean, if you look across this and you want, I want to get to that tree. Yep. Well, you've got to go down here, up here, yeah. through the creek. All I see is the tree. Yeah. All you see is the tree in the binoculars. So you just you don't realize what it's gonna take, mm -hmm. uh, but you got to be willing to if you want to get there. You gotta be able to be able to be willing to do whatever it takes without seeing it, yeah. without seeing it, and be ready for whatever's to come. And I love the the conversation like this because it helps if you're not talking with other people. I know I'm a talker, but even the people that don't or don't feel like they're a talker, they don't know I'm talking to person. Um, they they could benefit from just at least having a short conversation mm -hmm. with somebody and say, hey, what are you doing? It's that accountability. It's yep. Putting it out in your, like, putting it in your mind and then putting it out verbally to mm -hmm. somebody else is like, okay, now I've given that that verbal confirmation that this is what I'm mm -hmm. wanting to do. And so it... Well, and naming it, like, absolutely. so many people, they try and prepare for a business and they keep it all secret until it's done and it's never done well, well it's that because they, they want to be able to back out of it yeah. if they have to. well it's the I, I i don't know if i said this last week but um it's a quote by gary vaynerchuk same guy that wrote jab jab right hook um perfectionism is the face of insecurity yeah. and it's it, it's so true because 
that's that's all the that's the only reason you're keeping it secret is because you're like, well, what if they don't like it? You know? yeah. who who cares? Exactly. Is this is this a song you want to sing? Is this some music you want to put out there? Um, is this the business that you want to make and bring to light? If it is the case, then it's your obligation. You know, it's not necessarily anyone's opinion. You know, if they don't like it, cool. This business probably isn't for you. That's fine. But I know it is for somebody. Yeah, for sure. That's and that's the best part about it is just getting the conversation out and. It's going to be so sweet when you get that person like, yeah, this could really help me. Oh, absolutely. And you had these 30 no's, but you're like, I found my guy. Yeah, exactly. That one guy. Because if that one out of 30 says yes, then there's another one out of 30 mm-hmm. that says yes. And it's just you a number game get, at that point. You still yeah. got to get all the no's. Got to get those 29's, yeah. But um, there is that one. Yeah. That, that, and then, again, it just goes back to the numbers. How many calls are you making? How mm-hmm. many... How many conversations are you having to get that yes? Mm-hmm. And then the more yeses you have, the more people may realize that, oh, I do need that, but I didn't at that time. And a lot of those no's may turn into yeses down the road after they see the benefit or, you know, they talk to somebody or whatever. But. There's, a, uh, there's a call app. I'll have to look it up, but it helps you be more efficient with calls. So basically you set up a like blanket like voicemail if the call goes to voicemail and so um i think it calls like three numbers at once and the one that answers routes to you and the ones that go to voicemail um the ones that go to voicemail you leave a message like it has an automated message so like you're able to perform like two to three times the calls what if they all answer (laughs) Well, I mean, there's that, but... I don't know. It's um, probably not... They, they probably do that because of the the stats don't show that yeah. out of three calls, you know, yeah, um, one or two may answer. But. I'm sure they can, because it's up to three. It's up to, so you could probably do one more, like, as soon as it goes to voicemail, like, you can hang up and, like, dial, and it leaves the voicemail for you. It just re- uh, it leaves the recorded message, and it knows when the beat's time. coming. Yeah, so you're not having to re-say that voicemail every single time. So that over 20 calls, I mean, that usually your voicemail is a minute or so. That saves you 20 minutes, yeah. you know, right there. And then you multiply that by seven days. That's a few hours, you know, so yeah, definitely. it adds up. Definitely. I think in, that's something that we get out of this is the different ideas mm-hmm. from different perspectives, from different experiences, yeah. different knowledge, different, I mean, because I would never... You know, I never really thought about that. Yeah. Um, but there's other things that we talked about today that I never thought about either. But, um, and you know, I didn't come in here today looking at the, a thought of using binoculars. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't come here looking thinking yeah. about that. But in the conversation, that's what comes out. Yeah. And that's. I think it helps me, go into the week going, this is, you know, this is why this is what I'm doing. This is why I've already said it. You know, I'm, it, it just gives me that confidence that mm-hmm. it just ha- kind of helps uh, reiterate what we're doing here. But. Well, that's the thing I know. Like, if you can just get clear on what you want and you can set a direction, like with your work ethic, it's gonna get done. Yeah. That's all. That's all you need to. You need to set that that path, that guideline, um, and maybe it's only a few weeks out. Like, that's the one thing that I'm gonna challenge you to do. Like, 
maybe your interval is going to have to be shorter than you would like it to be. Yeah. Because um, I know you like to have beginning to end. You like to have that plan. And on this journey, there's just, there is uncertainty and you got to be okay with it. Yeah. And so have a, have a loose plan. Like you were saying, having that flexibility, even with what you're charting, you know, it might, it might weave and turn a little bit and you got to be okay with that. You got to be okay with that bumpy ride. Um, yeah. and that kind of go with the flow a little bit. Um, but yeah, like with your work ethic, man, like you're going to, you're going to move some mountains. Hopefully. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. Wow. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, good luck this week. You too, man. It's going to be a big week. We'll, we'll meet next week and see who wins. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully both of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>